Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our very special guest is fellow Rotarian and author, Catherine Smith. And we're going to be chatting about her new book, entitled The Gatekeeper, and it's the amazing story of FDR's private secretary, Missy Lehand. And good morning, Catherine Smith. Hi, glad to be here. So, uh, Catherine, we, both uh, Sarah and I had the privilege of reading your book. It's just Fascinating. terrific. It's published by... Well, thank you. It was a great read. It's published by Simon Reads and like Schuster. like a novel, doesn't <laughs> it? Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> it's, it's published by Simon & Schuster. It's available in hardcover and as an e-book, Correct. Right, and it'll be coming out in paperback in June. Right, and it's called The Gatekeeper. It's the story of FDR's private secretary, uh, Missy Lehand, who was his gatekeeper. But before we get into that, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's ask a general historical question from you as a distinguished historian. Why are we still <laughs> interested in something that's happening 70 and 75 years ago? I mean, these people have been dead for generations, and yet every year... But you know, that it, just, it just echoes through time. Yeah. Um, I've written a couple of pieces for the History News Network, um, which is a, a really fascinating, uh, you know, e, e uh, well, you know, web-based newsletter yes. um, that looks at the present through history. And you know, for example, the I just wrote one about um, all the problems that President-elect Trump has been having with his children and their involvement in his administration, and you know, all the conflicts of interest. The Roosevelt children were the same way. Um, just just caused all kinds of problems for their father. So if you just kind of look back and see what happened in the past, sometimes you can avoid the mistakes of the present. Well, but I think well, also... I- I think also yeah, that it was um, there was some uh, question about conflicts of interest of family members involved in mm-hmm. administrations with the Kennedy administration right. as yeah. well. So right. It, you're it's right, Catherine. It, yeah. it, it is yeah. a historical issue that has come up, um, mm-hmm. and we should be learning from history. <laughs> it brings to mind. It brings to mind what Teddy Roosevelt said about his daughter Alice. He's I can run the country, <laughs> or I can I can supervise Alice. I can't do both. <laughs> Because, you know, That's every, right. year, every year, uh, Rotarian Catherine Smith, the great author of her new book, uh, The Gatekeeper, the story of Missy Lehand, FDR's private secretary. You know, every year, books come out by the armload about FDR and Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. get to the meat and potatoes of the subject. Who was Missy <laughs> Lehand? Well, she was, as the title says, she was the private secretary of FDR. She worked for him for more than 20 years. But more than that, she was the, really the only woman in American history who served as White House Chief of Staff. She didn't have the title because it wasn't used until Eisenhower became president, but that was her function. So there has, had never been a woman secretary to a president, and there has never been a woman Chief of Staff in the White House, you know, including with the incoming administration where yet another white man has been appointed to the job. <laughs> so, surprise, surprise. surprise. You, you know, the but, amazing yeah. thing, the amazing thing about what you're talking about is FDR was very forward-looking in the fact yeah. that he surrounded himself with uh, high-powered, intelligent he, women, many, many from mm-hmm. the social circles. Uh, of course, sure. he, had a, he had Eleanor, who was his eyes and ears, and, and uh, many say right. his, his social conscience. He had mm-hmm. um, the Secretary of Labor, Ma Perkins, the first female secretary. First, yeah. All right? yeah. He had many, many appointees right. who were women, mm-hmm. and yet his chief mm-hmm. of staff came from a poor immigrant Irish background. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of the people around FDR came from fairly modest backgrounds. Um, actually, all four of his, uh, what was called the White House Secretariat, secretaries, um, Louis Howe was the son of a failed newspaper man. Uh, Marvin McIntyre was the son of a Methodist minister from Kentucky, uh, Steve Early. These were people who did not have college educations, and FDR felt very comfortable with folks like that around him. Now, he, he had definitely had his blue blood friends and, you know, the Astors well, and, the, course, and all yes. that. He was from much yeah, privilege, but, but he did embrace people from every walk of life. I think that right, is a trademark right. of, of his administration. And just for our sure. listeners, again, that I mean, Jonah brought up a point. Why are we still fascinated with this? Well, I think people will always be fascinated. We were in the heart of the Hudson Valley, yeah. right. where, right. you know, his ancestral home is. There's yeah. so much history yeah. steeped in this area. You know, if, if, I were, if I were living there, I would be over at the library every day, the FDR it, library it, every day. You never day. tire just, of it. Every time we have visitors, that's yeah. one place they want to see uh, here in the Hudson Valley. Oh, my goodness. But, and and the also, events that you have, I just, I just, yeah. I get the email feed and I'm just like, oh, I wish yep. I lived there. <laughs> the, um, the, it's, it's a wonderful museum. And also for mm-hmm. Rotarians in general, I mean, polio is at the yeah. forefront of, exactly. um, of the heart and soul of Rotary International. Right. And of course, right. our he, number one service project. Yeah. That's exactly he was, right. He was probably America's most uh, famous. famous, shall we say, or well known polio uh, sufferer. And it hit um, the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we'll get to that in, in a few minutes, but let's yeah. get back to Miss yeah. Lehan as the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Why did you call her in your book, which is published by Simon and Schuster and is available now in hardback and uh, as an ebook mm-hmm. and soon to be as a paperback? Uh, why'd you Audio call her? Too. Why'd you call her the gatekeeper? the gatekeeper? Well, that's what she was. She um, she had the she had worked for him for some years when they came to the White House in 1932. But she had the only office adjoining his. And while she didn't control appointments, she was part of the team that that set those up. So he had his official appointment secretary and his official calendar. But if if he wanted to see someone quietly, where the press wouldn't get wind of it. He would slip them in through Missy's office, and if she wanted someone to see FDR and not have it, you know, appear on the appointments calendar, or if someone she wanted him to see, she would slip them in the back door too. And that's how she got um, him introduced to Tommy Corcoran, who became his very effective lobbyist and pushed a lot of the New Deal legislation through. He was a real wheeler dealer, and that person came into FDR circle because of Missy. She was very clever about introducing people that way and in social situations. Um, she brought Tommy to the White House to entertain the president by playing the accordion after dinner one night. But he was a very <laughs> capable. Well, that's right. what's lovely about this this book is is that it is filled with uh, history and and data and information and facts, but it's also got a human side to it. Yeah, a lot and, of and a lot of humor and Absolutely. a lot of yeah. insight to yeah. the personal relationship and the personal relationships of Missy. Our guest on Radio yeah. Rotary is Rotarian and author Catherine Smith. She is the uh, author of a great new book, The Gatekeeper, the story of FDR's private secretary, Missy Lehand. It's available at Simon Schuster at your local bookstores uh, or order on Amazon. And it's also going to be on an e-book and in paperback. And uh, it's just a terrific read. We enjoyed it uh, to no end. So now Missy Lehand just didn't appear at the White House. She was with FDR both in his uh, private law practice and as governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us about uh, basically how she devoted her entire Gosh. life to him. 
Yeah. She came to work for um, his vice presidential campaign in 1920 as the staff secretary at the campaign headquarters in New York. And uh, he was he was badly beaten. Um, he and his running and the presidential candidate James Cox um, beaten by Warren G. Harding. Good God, the worst president in U.S. <laughs> history so far. Um, and he um, after that he decided to go into the private sector. He'd been working for the government in Washington as assistant secretary of the Navy, and he needed to make some money because he had five children. So um, he took a job in a, a bonding firm on law for, on. Uh, Wall Street, and also had a part-time job with a law practice, and he invited Missy to be his private secretary. And at first she didn't want to do it because she thought legal work was so dull, but she finally changed her mind and went with him. And he got polio about eight months after they started working together, and she became his very close companion and cheerleader and friend during that time. One of the things I discovered during my research was just how badly... Missy had been crippled by heart disease as a child. She had rheumatic fever. So she had this empathy because she knew what it was like to be laying flat on your back, just, you know, healthy one day and the next day just, you know, deathly ill because she had spent about two years recovering from rheumatic fever. And um, she was suffered with the with that um, heart damage, and it's ultimately what killed her um, at age forty seven. Yeah, you know, uh, she both she and FDR also were very heavy smokers, and uh, oh, yeah. probably everybody worked, was probably worked <laughs> themselves to death during the Second World War. But you know, we're going to yeah. find out more about that in just a minute. But mm-hmm. first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Rotarian and author Catherine Smith, whose new book, The Gatekeeper, The Private Life of FDR's Private Secretary, Missy Lehand, is available at Simon & Schuster. And Sarah, who keeps us publishing on the air every week? By sponsoring Radio Rotary. Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank & Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and today Jonah and I are having a fascinating conversation. Isn't that right? Yes. We're talking to the author, Catherine Smith. Who's a Rotarian. Who is a Rotarian from the South. That's a real accent, Jonah. Can you hear the accent? (laughs) Yeah. That's a real Southern accent. See, Sarah's from New Orleans, and every once in a while she'll say y'all. Well, and every <laughs> once in a while, I say to Jonah, "You have a, a New York accent, no, which don't. he denies." <laughs> uh-huh. That's the truth. He does. But, um, so, uh, Rotarian Catherine Smith has written a book. She she is a writer and has written many books, but the one we're discussing today is published by Simon and Schuster, and it's entitled "The Gatekeeper: The and Story." It's about FDR's private secretary, <laughs> Missy Lehan. So, Catherine Smith, welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. We were talking in the first half about Missy Lehan, uh, FDR's private secretary, who came to work for him in private industry, then went over to the executive mansion when he was governor of the state of New York, and then went to the White House. And mm-hmm. she, she was so close to him. She was very, pretty much available 24-7. And, right. you know, uh, one of the major thrusts of uh, Rotary's charitable endeavors is the fight against polio. Um, you know, polio pretty much has been conquered here in the United States since the miracle of the Salk and Sabin vaccines in the mid-1950s, but it's still a problem in certain areas around the world. And uh, FDR established uh, something in Warm Springs, Georgia, that we want to talk about, where he was known as Doc Roosevelt, and she was known as Nurse Missy, even though he wasn't a doctor and she wasn't really a nurse. Tell us about that. (laughs) Right, right. Well, FDR came to um, what was then called Bullockville in um, a very rural area of Georgia in 1924 because a friend of his had told him about a a young polio survivor who'd gone swimming and exercising in the warm mineral pool at, at the resort there, and he had eventually been able to walk with just a cane. And that was FDR's dearest wish because he said, if I'm going to run for office, I have to be able to walk first. So uh, Missy went with him for his first visit. Eleanor Roosevelt was along, and also um, a man named Roy Jones, who was FDR's valet, because he needed someone to you know help him with all of his getting in and out of bed and everything else. Um, so um, when they got there, it was 10 miles from the nearest paved road. Uh, the South was very depressed, and the agricultural depression had been going on for years. And this was, of course, in the early 20s when the rest of the country was kind of having the jazz age and booming along. And Eleanor was just very distraught about um, the way people lived there. She hated the ingrained racism um, and just the poverty. And she got on a train almost as soon as she got to to Warm Springs and went back to New York. You know, they had the five children, and she was becoming very busy as a political activist herself. So Missy stayed with FDR and served as his companion and hostess and cheerleader and all that. And he gave an interview to one of the Atlanta newspapers while he was there and said he was planning to swim his way to health. Well, the article got picked up by wire services, and when he and Missy came back the following spring, 
there were other polio patients waiting, and they had no staff. They had no doctors or nurses or anything. But FDR had learned a lot about physical um, therapy during his you know, recovery from polio. And um, he and Missy just got in the pool with these patients, and they moved around as best they could and exercised. But I think um, the more important thing they did was they created this spirit of hope and fun they called the Warm Spring Spirit. And they had lots of games and, you know, card games and board games, and they'd put on skits and things like the, the they called it, the, let's see, the Metro Polio Opera and um, <laughs> yeah. just lots of funny yeah. things like that. that, you know, men in tutus and braces and tutus. So they're just, there's some wonderful movies of it. And um, that was, uh, and the FDR decided to buy the resort and turn it into a, a polio rehab facility. And Eleanor was very opposed to this, but... Eventually, she came around, and Missy believed in it from the beginning. She well, was really his partner in establishing that. Um, FDR sunk facility. quite a bit of money into it, didn't he? I mean, he, he mm-hmm. sunk a considerable Most, part of his, of his fortune. His personal fortune, yeah. And, and, and of course, that was a good reason for Eleanor to be not too happy about it. But you concerned. know, his mother said, "Oh, don't yes. worry, I'll educate the children." And um, so, so on they went. They and one thing about yeah. the book, let's. Well, I want to circle back to the Gatekeeper, published by um, Simon and Schuster. Simon and and written by our guest, Catherine Smith, is there are pictures in the book that some of which mm-hmm. have not been published or seen before. So, right. Yeah, it, right. it, it, so close was Missy to FDR that he allowed her to film and photograph him in his wheelchair, something that mm-hmm. was verboten as far as the press was concerned. That really impressed right. me. Right. Really, the only other candidates like that are what Daisy Suckley took, but um, the book for, published for the first time a picture of FDR on the beach in Florida where he was he would go with his, on his um, houseboat, the La Roca, that clearly shows the condition of his legs. And then Missy had home movies that her family had had all these years, and they included pictures of FDR sitting in his wheelchair along the side of the pool at Warm Springs. So it's quite a shock when I saw those for the first time. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Rotarian Catherine Smith. Uh, She's the author of a great new book, The Gatekeeper, The Amazing Story of FDR's Private Secretary, Missy Lehan. It's published by Simon & Schuster, both in hardcover. Great read. It's a great read. It's in hardcover. It's on an e-book, and soon it's going to be in a paperback. And, uh, you know, someday it'll be a major motion picture, I'm sure. So, so Catherine Smith, you're a Rotarian. What club do you belong to? Um, Greater Anderson in Anderson, South Carolina. And when does it meet? Um, we meet on Thursdays. We meet. We'll be meeting today at twelve thirty. We meet downtown at uh, in a wonderful restaurant called Sullivan's, and I have the distinction of being the first woman member of the club. Um, Is that right? Yeah, wow. the first woman Rotarian in my county, in fact. And um, Sarah, the 80s, and Sarah, Sarah, and I want to know in case we visit. How is Uh the food? (laughs) Fabulous. Fabulous. It's a wonderful restaurant. I think that's why our club, we've got a growing club. We've we've got 70 members now. Oh, my goodness. And uh, and I think the food has a lot to do with it. I hope every one of them bought a copy of the book, you know. They should at least buy a copy of the book. And if you're not in the South Carolina area, uh, you can go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type uh, type in your hometown, Find out where your local Rotary Club meets. Join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and make gre- meet great people like Catherine Smith, who's a Rotarian and the author of The Gatekeeper, the amazing story of FDR's private secretary, Missy LeHand, published by Simon & Susu. So, Catherine, mm-hmm. 
Let's let's get down yep. to a little bit of nitty gritty here. Shh, just uh, just okay. among us, all right? We've been just dying among, to ask. Just among us and our <laughs> yeah, thirty-five thousand. Yeah, everyone wants to know. Our thirty-five thousand yeah. listeners. She, uh, yeah. Missy Lehan, was the hostess aboard the Sirocco, the the presidential yacht. She was the hostess uh, in the cabin there at Warm Springs. Eleanor mm-hmm. was out uh, making speeches and writing her My Day column, and generally creating was, history. Was not much into the yeah. social scene. So what's the story well, between FDR did, and Missy? She did all the, that she should have done as a first lady is of New York and Washington. But, yeah, she was gone a lot. Her secret service name was Rover. And um, I argue that Missy not only enabled or helped FDR to become the, the great president of history, but she also helped Eleanor become the great first lady of history that we think of because she was willing to stay behind and assume hostess duties and, you know, she lived wherever the Roosevelt's lived. She lived in Albany in the governor's mansion. She lived on the, uh, the third floor of the White House, and she was just on call 24-7. So Eleanor could depend on her to, to fill up and back up for her. I mean, at one point, Eleanor went off on summer vacation and was gone for three months. So, so Eleanor did can not... Can you imagine? Yeah, Eleanor did not resent her being... did not resent Missy being a sort of substitute Mm-mm. first lady? I think um, the consensus seems to be she appreciated it. She was grateful to her. Um, and Missy always knew, you know, not to um, step over the lines. You know, Eleanor was jealous of her position as First Lady, and Missy was very diplomatic and understood that. So well, what, a, what about she, the, 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 the rumors, especially those foisted by one of uh, Roosevelt's sons, Elliot, in the book, mm-hmm. that there was a romantic mm-hmm. relationship between FDR and his secretary, Missy? He was the only one of the children who said that. The others disagreed with him, and they, it, it actually caused a big falling out among the five children it, when, when Elliot asserted that in a sort of a tell-all book he made. Uh, he wrote, um, or well, someone wrote for him. He couldn't write. He had a ghostwriter. Um, and he wrote it to make, to make money. Um, so the problem is that there's just no way to know if this is true or not. Um, Missy did not keep a diary. FDR did not keep a diary. They were both very discreet. Now, I can give a lot of arguments why she would not have wanted to be intimate with her married boss, including that she was Catholic, single, birth control wasn't real reliable then. Um, she had a heart condition that pregnancy would have killed her. There are just all kinds of reasons and like she did that. And she, she did have a handsome, dashing boyfriend, uh, an ambassador. Yeah, she did. At one time, weren't they, they were engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Were they engaged they were or engaged. almost engaged or it was implied or well, nobody really they knew? Were, I don't know that she ever really wanted to marry. And because she was Catholic and he was divorced twice, uh, that um, would she have probably been a problem. couldn't have. Yeah, yeah. But he was her, yeah, he was her boyfriend. He was her boyfriend from 1933 to 1940. We're talking to William Christian Bullitt. But I think he was the perfect boyfriend for Missy because he was usually on the other side of the <laughs> Well, there you go. He that was, sounds like a perfect relationship ambassador. to me. My, my, <laughs> wife, the, my wife yeah. would argue... My wife would argue that if I got that kind of job, I may be the perfect husband for her. Well, Get out of town. One of the other great themes of the book, Catherine, is how you could trace Missy's life and the history of FDR's mm. career through the charms. She had a famous yeah, charm bracelet, yeah. a signature charm yeah, bracelet. Yeah, so tell us yeah. about that. That was so thrilled. I love charm bracelets. I actually own six. Oh, and boy. When That's a, a true Southern girl. <laughs> I know, I'm a true Southern girl. Um, when I first visited with Jane Scarborough and Barbara Jakes, who were Missy's great nieces, who were just so 
helpful and awesome collaborators on this project, they showed me one of her charm bracelets, and I just about died because I just love them. And Barbara had one, and Jane said, oh, I've got one. It's got even more charms on it. So I used the charms throughout the book to tell the story of Missy's interest, you know, horse racing. Um, you know, she had a little horse and jockey on her um, charm bracelet on um, the mailbox. She handled all of FDR's mail, so she had a mailbox that opened on her on her charm bracelet, and oh, all cute. these charms, yeah, yeah. and, and um, what they the clues they gave us about her because she was just so discreet. It was um, it was really hard to pierce piece her story together, and the charm bracelets helped. And you can learn all about this by buying a copy of this great new book, The Gatekeeper: The Amazing Story mm-hmm. of FDR's Private Secretary Missy Lehan by our guest. Rotarian Catherine Smith, and just just to close the broadcast, Catherine, you know, um, presaging the FDR's own death a few years later, she really worked overworked herself and with the smoking mm. and the heart condition. And mm. when she had a, a, a major stroke and was incapacitated and then died, FDR mm. took care of all her medical expenses. He kept mm-hmm. her on the payroll as long as he could, and he provided yeah. for her in his will, the only non-family yeah. member given such a bequest. And right. he said something very touching. I owe her that much. Yeah. She served me so well for so long and asked for so little in return. And Catherine yeah. Smith, thanks you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and uh, all the best for future success in your other books. Great. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. It's our pleasure. And. Sarah O'Connell, who we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill, East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Tree. Boss, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.